guys. This is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place where you can be taught the truth and encouraged in your relationship with Him. If you find this podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement and that you'll be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Equippers International podcast. Today, it's going to be a... uh, team time with Stephanie. And hello, Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's been quite a while since Stephanie and I did something together. And so we want to take this opportunity to spend some time with you today. And we're going to talk about transition. Mm. How's that sound? Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe do you want to share real quick why transition is significant to us right now? What's happening? Most people know that yeah. listen to the show, but there may be some new people. Tell us in a nutshell what we're going through. Sure. Well, after 18 years on the mission field in South Africa, um, we left our home, sold our home, and left in January of this year, and. It's now October, so for 10 months, we've been in a big transition. We're going to move back onto the mission field in December, so we have less than two months left in America, and we have been experiencing a lot of transition this year between leaving home and ministry. I mean, we're still part of the ministry, obviously, but Mm. the life we had there and friends and everything familiar— And then we've essentially been nomads this year, moving from place to place (laughs) and um, lots of bed hopping, but wonderful times with friends and family that we're thankful for. Mm. So let's put a disclaimer on this time right up front and say that our specific year of transition is probably not um, indicative of what most people will experience no, in regards not to very traditional. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit outside the box. It's a bit extreme. I mean, we joke. Um, well, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But yeah, so, but we just want to be relatable because on the opposite side of that, transition in life is inevitable. Mm, yeah, there's and always life. changed. Right. Mm. Right. So, what are the, we were talking about that, like what would be things uh, be considered transition? in people's lives that maybe just give them connection points to realize, oh, that's transition. Yeah, that it's normal to all of us, like moving or um, going from kids' school age to empty nest or um, new job, anything new, I guess, then you're transitioning out of the old and into the new, which could be practical things for some or major things for others. Yeah. I mean, we read a book earlier in the year. I know it's over here on the coffee table and it's a, I think it's an older John Eldridge book. I don't know when it was published, but it was talking about getting your life back. And it was just a chapter in there that really resonated with us about transition. Transition can be something as simple as when you go spend a weekend with family and you have to go back home, mm-hmm. you just give yourself time to, in, to transition. And he even gives the example of coming home from work. Yeah. <laughs> that you like, okay, I'm going to transition now. I'm not in work mode anymore. I'm going to lay that down. Right. Whether it's praying it through and giving it to the Lord or, you know, just a few minutes of breathing and calm before you enter into the next 
<laughs> sometimes mm. chaos of the household. Yeah. You know, and the kids or whatever phase of life. Right. That is family. So, mm. Yeah, that's so good because it's so much about being intentional. Yeah, you know? true. And and it helps to be aware. Okay, I'm in a transition right now, and for us. In a practical way, a lot of transition was going from one city to the next or um, one ministry opportunity to the next, you know. Right. We experience it. Right. Good. Well, let's talk about our perspectives maybe on transition. We've prepared for this time, actually, so we've talked about a couple different things. I think we'll just start taking a look at them. Not that there's a difference between spiritual and practical because we believe that the spiritual dynamic of everything we do in life is very practical. So, but just in regards to our perspective with the Lord, we talked about how important it was during times of transition. And we're now we're really processing bigger transition, more significant than maybe just driving home from work, but, you know, bigger seasons in life. And we talked about, well, two things that stuck out. One was uh, intentionally casting cares on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the second one was staying centered in the Lord. Yeah. So let's talk around that a little bit, what that looks like. You know, I know for me, like the verse in First Peter 5, 7 says, cast your cares on him because he cares for us. And I think just cultivating a true mentality of, well, let me back up. So transition brings cares. Right. Right. Yeah. Lots of change, lots of yeah, it can bring concerns and stressors mm. and worries right. about so, things you've left or things you're going into. Yeah. So it will always produce that uh, carrying concerns for things. What will the future look like? Yeah. You know. All the unknowns. Yeah. I mean, things that are unknown, we have a tendency, or some have a tendency, to um, mm. to worry about what could happen or... Maybe what's past that was unresolved or yeah. left behind that you miss. Yeah. So one thing that we, and we don't, I'm, it's good we're talking about it because it's a good reminder for me. I know earlier in the year, because it was kind of overwhelming, like not having a house. Yeah. Not having your own space. Mm. Um, yeah. Stephanie talks a lot about, like, I know I don't know where anything is. I can't find this. Oh, I can't find that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You don't I have mean, a drawer to open. <laughs> I know. Gosh, you can't find stuff because in a new place all the time. And where did I leave that mm -hmm. if it's ours? Or if we go to a new place, oh, I thought that was here. Yeah. But, oh, wait, that was another place yeah. <laughs> that I left. So it. whether it's simple things like that or whether it's just the stress of it and whether it's the bigger question of, well, where will we live one day? Will we have another place? Or whatever your transition kind of highlights, there's times when you feel a bit overwhelmed yeah. and you have to cast it off. Sure. So we call it rolling it over. It reminds me of what we read in Hudson Taylor's book about him in all his travels and ministry in China as a missionary in the 1800s and how much more hectically intense it was than what we experienced. Yeah. And all the traveling by ship and there's no internet and losing his wife and I think even later a child mm. and yeah, all the difficulties and the phrase he used was all of his cares. He just rolled them on 
over onto the Lord. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it really is, you know, and, and like, you know, we've learned um, just to be intentional with that. So right when you're feeling it, it's, it's just saying, Lord, I give this to you. Yeah. I roll this over on you and kind of envision that thing just coming off of you on your shoulders in your heaviness of your soul and just giving it to the Lord mm. because the Lord is really capable of bearing our burdens. Totally. Yeah. Cast all your cares on him for he cares for That's you. That's right. Mm. And he'll give you rest for your soul. That's right. It's so good. Yeah. And then the other one, staying centered in the Lord. Yeah. What does that look like? Gosh, for me, it realizes that there are major distractions all over the place every day. Mm. Talking about past and future, but also in the everyday, like not being able to find something or, oh, now I have to repack again for the next three days Mm. or whatever it could be, different beds, different um needs and things missing, golly, there's so many examples, but mm-hmm. that I stay focused on the Lord in the midst of all that rather than mm. getting distracted by all the yeah. details and minutia and kids and future and mm-hmm. golly, lots of things can distract me. Yeah, so good. And I think, I know we've cultivated a, um, say, a, an atmosphere or uh, we try to cultivate a place in our own lives, in our environment, where we're 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 staying centered in the Lord. Whether that's through having worship music playing, um, processing things in real time together around the Lord, and and spontaneous times of prayer, mm-hmm. giving things to the Lord, you know, because um, well, this year has been devoid of any rhythm, <laughs> you know, and our traditional times, uh, we just kind of get them when we can. But yeah, I think that's just an encouragement to all of us in our journey with the Lord is just uh, we really can intentionally stay centered in Him, in our thoughts. Mm. Uh, it, it takes it takes a discipline, if I use that word. Yeah, practice. Practice, yeah. And so, yeah, those are some of the more encouraging uh, spiritual, quote, areas that we, that we we talked about. Then Then there's just some practical things. We have a whole list of things we'll just kind of go through them and make a comment or two about navigating transition and change. Uh, the first one I have here is being gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. This is a phrase that I don't know where and when we picked it up just in the last couple of years, yeah. I think, through some counseling material we studied or something. Yeah. I don't know the source. I don't remember. But what do we mean? When I might we talk- have learned it in my ladies group in South Africa. <laughs> there you go. But what do we mean when we talk about being gentle with ourselves? Yeah, just um, a few years back when I would get, when I struggled with anxiety, I learned that I need to be gentle with myself in not stressing that I felt stressed. And I think it means what is, is, and you accept it Mm. without fighting against it or being cross with myself or frustrated that I'm not further along than I should be, or I shouldn't feel like this, or I shouldn't struggle with this, or just if there's anything that's a stressor or a frustration, anything that doesn't feel good, that you can be gentle with yourself in it. And it actually helps you to receive the grace of God more freely to, Mm. um, have the victory over it. Yeah. 
So I want to unpack that a little bit. I, I personally think this is super helpful. I think I have faith to believe it's going to help some people listen to this. So what I hear you saying is that emotional responses, feelings, all those things to our circumstances are completely normal. Yeah. And what most of us struggle, what we don't maybe not realize we're struggling with is, yes, we're struggling with the experience that we're going through, the transition or the whatever is producing the emotion or the feeling, but then we compound it by being hard on ourselves that we're struggling. True. We can judge ourselves so quickly or have some standard of perfection that isn't realistic. Yeah, I shouldn't that, be stressed right now. Yeah, or... or I'm supposed to be more mature than this, or yeah. why am I struggling? And instead of fighting yourself in the process, which compounds it, like you said, yeah. rather be gentle with yourself, embrace yourself, receive mm. the Lord's love and grace, because He's yeah. totally compassionate. Uh, yes. And He's full of love and gentle mercies and care, and He understands. And also recognizing all our emotions were created by God. And he's experienced emotions. Jesus did, but also the Father, you know, when the prophets talk about God's emotions, mm. all the things he felt and yeah. experienced and um, in the word we learned. So rather than judging our emotions or our response to situations, just be at peace with yourself and yeah. grow through it. And you can learn from it. We can listen to how we feel and pay attention to the way we're responding and grow and learn in those situations. Mm. It actually helps us mature in it, I think. So good. So good. Another one we talked about was grieving losses. Mm. Yeah. Because from the past with change, any change, uh, like like a lot of times we think about losses as being like tragedy losses, like a loved one dying prematurely or something. But I mean, losses are just part of life. Mm. You you give up things because things change. You go right. through transition. Like I was, long story. I won't get into the background, but like you know, we we lost our home in South Africa. We didn't lose it in that somebody stole it from us. We gave it up and we walked away, but we lost that place in our lives. It's no longer part of our life. So those those things that happen as a result of transition, they produce a loss in our lives. Mm -hmm. And we have to allow ourselves to grieve it Yeah, and not just go, oh, okay, that's gone and just move on. Right. Because there's important things that are attached mm -hmm. to those places and experiences and people. We lost a lot of friendships. Yes. They're still our friends. Direct. We, we yes. can't go have dinner with them, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to talk about that at all as well. Yeah. yeah. It's good not to just mask over feelings, mm. but to allow them freedom to yeah. be expressed. And yeah. then I think once you've let it out, it's not stuffed up in there anymore. Exactly. And it won't hinder us from entering freely yeah. into what's coming. Yeah. Just an anecdotal story. I can remember when we were moving from South Africa, it was at a point in our departure that the house was basically 90% empty. Yeah. And we had some cushions from some of our uh, outdoor furniture sitting in the girls' bedroom. And it was early morning and I got my cup of coffee and I was sitting in the girls' room and 
I was processing with the Lord, and I know Stephanie walked in, and I'd already been emoting some, you know, and just, I was just feeling the gravity of the loss of our home, of the place that had become near and dear to my heart, you know, and that was, to me, that was a really beautiful encounter with the Lord, where I was able to pour out in that moment, in that place, what I was losing. And strangely enough, how the Lord ministered to me, and this is just my journey, maybe it will help somebody or resonate with somebody else. But to me, it's like, and it wasn't in a judgment way at all. It was like the Lord just spoke to me and he said, I understand loss. I understand everything that I gave up in order that I could have this intimate connection with you. And so the Lord really does meet us in places of loss. Yes. You know, the fellowship in those places. But I think the encouragement is we need to be willing to go there Mm -hmm. and embrace it and feel it and let it play out. Like you say, it kind of purges the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to release it. Yeah, so that was a meaningful experience for me. Mm-hmm. Good. Recognizing takeaways in times of transition. You know, what can you hold on to from the previous season yeah. as good takeaways? Like right. Lessons learned. So many things to be thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after 18 years, gosh, I can't even remember it all. Yeah. But it is good to process all the memories and you know, some people go through a formal debriefing, but you can give yourself a personal debriefing and it's healthy to journal and name the things you're thankful for, lessons you learned, mistakes mm. you made. Mm. It's good to process and yeah. it helps to have a full release and closure of the past season so that you can enter into the next one. Mm. I'm reminded it doesn't necessarily apply perfectly, but I do think it applies in regards to what we're talking about, but just the power of retelling your story. True. You know, to yourself, to the Lord, to your loved one, to a, to a friend. And the more you tell it, things just, I don't know, what happens? <laughs> well, if there were any extreme emotions or disappointments or struggles, any of those things, and maybe even the good as well, the good it can reinforce, but the extreme emotions, the more you process them and communicate them to others Mm. or talk to them with the Lord, talk to the Lord about them, it actually helps the intensity of the emotions to balance and Mm. to minimize. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. The value of retelling your story normalizes and equalizes the highs and the lows kind of mm-hmm. tightens the frequency. <laughs> and it's good to have God's perspective in all of it. Yeah. To ask Him, how did you see that? Or mm. what do you want me to see and learn and understand through what happened? That's so good. Yeah. So this next one, kind of funny in relation to what we're talking about. It almost sounds counterintuitive. It's stay in the moment. <laughs> yeah. So you're busy doing all this, you know, allowing yourself to reach back and reflect and grieve and whatever. But when you're in the transition, like we've been this year, it really helps also to stay in the moment. Definitely. You know, and I think. Not be distracted um, too much with the future. Or the yeah. Past. What is it? Um, somebody said it recently where we were. I think it was Mother Teresa and I will not get the quote. She says something like, too much focus on the past brings regret, and too much focus on the future brings fear. Mm-hmm. You know, But staying in the moment brings peace. 
you know, and I think the art of staying in the moment and saying, this is all I have. This is where I am and I'm grateful. It might be challenging. It may be uncomfortable, but at least I'm here. And and some people's transitions are really short. You know, it is sometimes so chaotic and busy mm. going from the thing you're leaving to the next thing that you don't even have time for this stuff. But to recognize that you've been through a transition and then to do some of this stuff could actually help, I think. Yeah, that's good. Being hopeful for mm. the new. Yes. You know, sometimes there's so many things you've lost or left behind that you miss that you've got so much what's the word longing yeah yeah (laughs) that yeah sure it's hard to think okay god's in the future also yes he's with me now but he's ahead of me and he knows Mm. where we're going he knows what's coming yeah he can prepare us and Mm. he can prepare me and i can be hopeful in him Mm -hmm. not hopeful for specific things like expectations that could be disappointed Mm. and not being too specific of, I have to have this to be happy. Right. But rather hopeful in Him that He knows the future. Yes. He's got it in His hands and we can trust Him. Mm. You can get cynical about mm. the future and about, you know, will the Lord actually come through or, you know what? You have to risk. Hope is True. risk, right? Yeah. And it's, it's investing. It's with faith. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's investing your faith in your hope is in the Lord. Mm. But you do care about what your future looks like, how it's going to play out. Yeah, you have to kind of risk into that, if I can put it that way, and Mm. and be hopeful. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, I know what we talked about specifically, is in not building a bunch of expectations of what it looks like, but just being grateful for what comes. Yeah, that's true. Another just quick personal process along these lines for me that comes to mind is hoping for the new is like one big, huge reason of our transition this year was our son, Wesley, and the settling. Wesley, many of you know Wesley who are listening. Those who don't know, he's a 21-year-old special needs son we have who now is living in an adult men's group home. And he wanted independent life. He wanted to have his own place. And so that's been a big part of our transition. And, you know, me, us as parents, to release Wesley into this life. It's wow, it's so multidimensional. But the one thing I want to focus on is that being hopeful for the new season is that while us not having Wesley in our life produces a huge empty space. Yeah. I think the the perspective the Lord is really trying to encourage me to look at it in is that I'm very hopeful for Wesley. Yeah. I know that this season and really the rest of his life is going to be a life of maturing and a life of experiences. And it's it's been so good. The Lord's been so sweet to us, to, I think, in that just in the last couple of months, Wesley has gotten more settled. He's doing things that are joyful to his heart. Yeah. You know, he's riding yeah. his bike more. He was inducted as a member of a a social Awanus club in <laughs> yeah, his community cool. and yeah. he's like having community little experiences outreach. that are validating him as an adult yeah it's cool and so i'm hopeful for his new and that's my new that my my adult son is going to have his own life and it's going to be blessed mm. and you know so in releasing him into that has been a real big thing for us and so that's that's encouraging that we can hope in the lord for wesley yes you know I think that's a that's a good 
process on transition. Yeah, that's a lot. I think it's a good session. We've done several sessions like this with some other friends that are more just encouragement along the lines of practical life stuff. And I think it's a good time to end in a prayer. Yes. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you teach us through these seasons of our lives. I thank you, Lord, that most of all, you are with us and that you're faithful and that you're uh, so merciful on us and that you give us insight and understanding into seasons and changes and transitions and you give us the, the grace to find uh, the life in it and to go through all the processes and to come out the other side healthy and whole and, and mature and ready to face what's next in you, Lord. And, and we thank you for that. And thank you, Lord, that you are always with us. Yes. Thank you that you are preparing the future. <laughs> mm. You're going ahead of us and preparing things, and you know. And we ask you, God, to help us in the process as we go through changes and transitions. Help us to grow with you and rely on you and trust you and to mature, that we would become more and more like you, Jesus. And that in every phase that you would use us for your glory. Hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.